Hey guys, it's your co-host Taryn here. And we have a super, super, super special, just, you know, a little surprise for you. As you guys know, we collabed with OKOP a few weeks ago, and we wanted to just give you a little taste of what their episodes are like in case you want to check them out. So without further ado, here is an episode from OKOP. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. She wants too much money in the prenup, so I might cancel the wedding. Should I stay or should I go? This is OKOP. We tell the craziest true stories on earth. I'm John and Sam. Should OP stay or should OP go? Well, I'm going to say without any further context, I'm going to say leave. Leave. Marriage shouldn't be hard at all. And everyone who's married says that there is effortless conversation and nothing but sunshines and rainbows. So, I mean, sounds like it's off to a bad start. If you ain't no chump. Holler, we want prenup. We want prenup. (laughs) But want prenup that's favorable to us that doesn't get all of her money taken away. Wow, that's so catchy. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing (laughs) the next uh, Kanye song. Do a prenup that is favorable to all parties and everyone is happy. Has a ring to it. (laughs) So pre-throwaway9 says, my girlfriend, 26 female, and myself, 24 male, have just found out that she is pregnant. Dang. That's a big, big drop in the first line. Was it an accident? Sounds like an accident. Maybe. She's adamant about not wanting to have a child out of wedlock, so we have been discussing getting married. Wow. We've been together for three and a half years. Prior to finding out about the baby, we had only talked about marriage a little bit. I know she says she wants to get married badly, but I'm kind of on the fence. 
I'm not 100% against it, but definitely not eager slash desperate to get married for multiple reasons. One, my brother just recently got taken to the cleaners by his ex-wife. He pays her somewhere around 10 grand a month in addition to losing Ooh. some of his real estate properties. Okay, but if he's paying 10 grand a month, he's probably probably breaking it in. Bread and yeah. he said properties. Properties. Plural. And that whole situation terrifies me. And I've never really seen what a marriage provides that makes the risk worth it. To me, it's just the same thing as being together as how we are currently, but giving the state permission to be in our relationship. Wow, that is one way to put it. I mean, he's got a point. Babe, I want the government to get out of our bedroom. However, now that she's pregnant, I've been much more open to it just because I know how much it means to her. So we've started this process and I'm slowly realizing that I might have bitten off more than I want to chew. While me and my girlfriend love each other very much and are compatible in pretty much every way, our ideas about marriage, the wedding, etc., seem to be a little different. For starters, for the wedding, I was thinking we each pick some of our closest friends, maybe 10 people or so each. I don't know. The number could be a little flexible and then go get married on an island or a beach, stay for a week or two or something cool like that so we can have fun and enjoy it. And is OP's family loaded? I get the feeling that they're loaded. It's like, oh, my brother got his properties taken away and let me get married on a beach or some island. I'm worried about, you know, the, the state and, you know, people being yeah, able to yeah, take which stuff away from me. He has at 23 stuff to take away. Stuff to take away. We ain't stupid, Opie. I think OP's loaded. I think so. Put in the comments if you think OP's loaded. Drop it in. She pretty much wants the exact opposite. Massive wedding in a big venue. Now, I don't see anything wrong with that type of wedding. It just seems like a colossal waste of resources to invite every person we know when we could instead have fun for a week or two, then get married on the beach with our closest people. Which, super quick, I think there's a very fair argument for both. You know, like one is a big celebration, with like which feels like a concert almost, which is a dope vibe. And then the other is this intimate, special moment to share with your friends. Like I see pros, a lot of pros in like both approaches. Oh yeah, for sure. It doesn't necessarily have to be the beach. I'm flexible, but I think you get the idea I'm going for versus the idea that she's going for that they are two completely different schools of thought. And also, it, it's not like the option of doing both makes sense from OP's perspective because he's like, the thing that I'm worried about is the waste of money and resources, not the like emotional connection to the kind of wedding I have. Once again, OP worried about money. Mm -hmm. Spending who whose money, OP? But wouldn't it be the, isn't it usually the bride's family that pays for the wedding? Riley, maybe you could... Look that up a little bit. My understanding is that it's usually parents of both of, uh, you know, maybe it depends, but like parents are the ones that are like trying to orchestrate the finances for it. Traditionally, the bride's family pays for the wedding. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Growing up, it was like the bride's family pays for the wedding and then the groom's parents pays for like the reception dinner or like the dinner the night before. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I never knew that. 
She basically wants to invite every single person she knows. Like, I've looked at her list, and she's got friends that she hasn't seen in years. Third cousins, literally everyone. Wow. To me, if I'm going to spend a boatload of money, again, notice Sophie says I, we should do it ourselves, not for people we barely know. So the question is, do we think it's a fair expectation uh let's assume we are assuming here because we don't know 100 percent. assume op is uh, fronting the majority of the money for the wedding that the wife should have her wedding well i think if the if her wedding is more expensive and op feels like he's not comfortable paying for that and they're getting married because, because of, the baby. of the baby not necessarily because they're like completely ready i would say it's fine if Opie's girlfriend wants to throw the big wedding, but she should financially pay more, probably. Yeah, or maybe a uh, some sort of compromise. Maybe it's like, okay, me and my family might not have the money for it, but maybe, I mean, I guess it is uh, also traditionally like uh, women like to plan and be in yeah. the, the details of it. Um, but yeah, is there... Some other way to help. I feel like it. there could be a compromise if you yeah, tell if compromise. you tell her it's like, hey, this is how much money that I'm thinking I would spend on a wedding. I was thinking we do something small. If you want to do a big wedding, down to do that, but I want to contribute the same amount. Or OP digs his heels into the ground and says, "We're downgrading from uh, beautiful beach to dirt road. I bet we get one friend each. One friend <laughs> each. No courthouse, dude. Old country courthouse, one house. One. People get married at the courthouse all the time. It's true. Oh. And it's cheap. And it's cheap. <laughs> and, and it's, it's cheap. cheap. And technically, you're no longer out of wedlock. Well, well uh, in in the Christian tradition. Yeah, you have which, to get married in a church, right? This is this is a question for you, Big Protein. Get a gut check. You can't Google. Gut check. Is that baby out of wedlock yeah. if it's like a shotgun wedding? Oh, yeah. shoot. I'm going to be for real with you guys. I was a shotgun baby. Dang. Yeah. Uh, dude, because like my parents got pregnant with me before yeah. they were married. And gut feeling, I feel like you just got to be together before the baby's out. Yeah. Yeah. Together isn't like married together yeah or just a couple but together. can it yeah. be well be, oh before the baby's out that's yeah, it. yeah yeah like you got to be together and then the baby's not a bastard which makes sense hence the shotgun wedding because it's like right. yo as long as we get this happening before the baby's out and really what clear. like what that is like in in the olden times what right. that is it's helping ensure both the baby and the mother are taken care of legally by the government Right. Because oh. it's like if you don't get married, then there there's no recourse for the like m the mother and the baby to any uh, funds or resources. I am learning all kinds of things about weddings on this episode today. And also the reason that you have an engagement ring is kind of like a deposit on what you would get, because it's like, here, I'm going to give it this to you. I want to marry you. And this is like worth three months of salary or whatever. So like you're taking care of if something grows off. Not 20% down on your wife. 20% down on your wife, baby. Dang. Down payment. Learning today, ladies and gentlemen. So we've been talking about compromises and making slow progress on that end, which we talked about. Yep. But we're getting there. She knew prior to getting married that I would require a prenup. I make about four times her salary and own property and plan to acquire more. We were OP's loaded. I had my lawyer draft up a prenup and she has her own lawyer reviewing it as well. This is where we come to an impasse. Oh, I can see this. Put ICU in the comments if you see what could mm. be going wrong soon. Her lawyer believed the prenup was unfair 
and we've been going back and forth making changes. I've made some concessions, but I'm kind of at a point where I don't want to make any more changes. While I admit the prenup is definitely ironclad, I think it's fair considering the situation. I'm taking all the risk. Why would I continue to concede on things me and my lawyer both believe are fair? I just want to say real quick, um, there's a great line from Ozarks. And that line is in a lot of countries, it's one big family. In America, it's one big LLC. So it's like the pre-marriage process is your lawyers going back and forth and, you know, That's making crazy. Changes. I mean, like we 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 do this for like like a brand deal or something, yeah, yeah. you know, for the love of your life, you know, which I, I mean, I, I, I understand, but it, it's just like a crazy concept. No, I think it it is. I, I mean, I don't Would I get a prenup? Would you get a prenup, Riley? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, one, the prenup is whatever the government thinks is fair in your relationship. So I would get one even if I do give half of everything I own. Yeah. I would still want to have that conversation with my wife and be like, hey, these are the assets I have. These assets you have. I want to make sure I'm provided for. I want to make sure you're provided for. Let's make that deal between us yeah. rather than the government being like, right. oh, this is what it should be right you're saying so so it's not defaulting to the government you mean so it's between mm. the two of you yeah i am still completely undecided i feel like and i don't know if this is true but i feel like i would get a prenup to protect my partner's interests correct in i've always said that where it's like like you, you don't i and i don't know i mean I'm, i think this may happen but like if someone owns a company or something like can a divorce like infect the company in some way. I, I don't know if that's true, but I've I've always said to my partner that I want a prenup for her against me, basically meaning like protect her assets, but I am undecided on myself. You wouldn't want to protect your maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know to be honest with you. But what like if you have partners in a company? No, 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 no. Like if uh like for her. Oh, oh, you're saying uh for partners in a company? Yeah. Like what? Like like couldn't it not partners in my no no partners in a company like i don't know how often this happens but like if you own a certain percentage of the company can your wife then say now i own that i'm on the board and actually right. i hate you so i'm gonna make sure that every decision is yeah that's screwed. that's 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 a good point and a good consideration yeah i've i've always been i i think i'm open to both um but i haven't really decided yet i don't know honest. if that's that actually can happen. I think it depends on the specific situation, yeah. right? Like if if a person has either controlling shares or like voting shares or something, then in that scenario, yeah. yes, that that person could inherit. But I think with like that. Jeff Bezos's wife, she just got just she money. Basically got or stock? I think she got like essentially half of I don't know if it was cash or stock or what it was, but I think she essentially got half in some sort of value. Wow. Cash or of stock. everything. Right. Yeah. Forty six billion dollars. And she gave it all away. She gave uh, money to my mom was working for Goodwill and she gave like ten million dollars to the Goodwill my mom was working for. That's one Goodwill. One. Yeah. She, she gave, gave away like all? she gave away billions, billions of dollars like immediately. She hired a team of people to research what the best places were to like donate to and just started pumping billions like immediately wow. ASAP. That's crazy. I think it might have been one of the fastest like depreciations of wealth. Uh, diffusions of wealth ever. Um, but I think she I think Bill Gates or someone did this too. It's like, oh, the amount that she kept and then reinvested like grew so much that it almost made no difference. Something along those lines. Oh, really? Like 
Uh, yeah. So a lot of it was then, I think, uh, and you could look me up on this. I could be wrong, but I think Bill Gates did something similar where it was like, he was like donating a lot of money and then he had a lot of money, uh, invested in, in various means and he was able to get a lot of it back. So he's donated so much. He his he's making so much money that base like the the donations kind of evening out. You know, maybe not like exactly evenly, but it. But imagine how much more he could donate if he kept that principle up from his bee of a wife that's clearly about to take all his money. So recently, we got into a minor argument over the wedding stuff in general regarding the prenup slash wedding, and I was just like, maybe we should just keep things how they are. But she wants it for the. Like she doesn't want to have a baby out of wedlock kind of deal. Exactly. So it's kind of being like, maybe we should just not do the thing you want. Yeah. And what did she say? Of course she flipped. We've cooled down since. And she says that she still wants to make this happen, but I need to be more open to compromise. I feel like given the situation, I've compromised more than I already should have. Cause he doesn't even want to get married. Yeah. He's, he's like, she seems very excited about it. He seems like open to it, but not excited about yeah. it. At a minimum, I talked to my brother about it and he told me that I've compromised more than enough and had to hold firm. And worst case, you stay girlfriend and boyfriend, which is realistically probably better anyways. Also, again, seemingly not what the girlfriend wants. My sister disagrees and says I'm being a jerk for not working with her more. But he doesn't want to he doesn't even want to get married. I guess it's also like do like how much do you value this relationship? Because it could be a deal breaker for her. This is true. The way I see it, why would I risk everything I've worked for when I'm not even getting the wedding I want nor the financial protection I want just so I can say that I'm married? There's just very few tangible benefits I'd be getting in relation to the risk. So am I the a-hole? There are um, some edits, but let's pause right here and ask the question, is OP the a-hole in this moment? I mean, he is taking a very calculated approach. Yeah to it but to be fair he also had this thing sprung up on him like yeah and it's yeah. something that he doesn't want is he the a-hole i don't think so just because it's not like he didn't really want to get married yeah and he is already making consolations by even agreeing to get married but with a like with this prenup in in place. Hey, I don't think he's the a-hole. Yeah, I would but say maybe, like, I don't know, maybe that maybe I'm wrong, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would say let us know in the comments what you think. We're very curious to hear your thoughts. He is um, being calculating. Yeah, he's being calculating. I think like I mean, on there's like the a-hole spectrum, yeah. right? I would say he's just below the line of not the a-hole. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he's he's treating it like a very much feels like, like a, a business transaction. transaction. Yeah, it feels like a business transaction, which is not what you want. But I think he's your... not think he's not thinking about ma like marriage as a in a romantic a, as, way. in a romantic way. He's he's thinking about it. Okay, I'm involving the government in my in my my love. Yeah, which and like that like marriage is a different thing than me being in love with this person. Yeah, which fair. Um again, I think it's like calculated and maybe like yeah, a little a little removed. Yeah. Um and but like you said, I mean he has has made a pretty big concession already in agreeing to get married. Yeah. So I, I would say I would say just below the line of not the a-hole. Which if he said, hey, I don't want to get married to see the a-hole. Because mm. I don't think he's the a-hole in that case either. I don't think so. I, don't, no. I, 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 I So how could he be the a-hole in con, con, conceding in that? Conceding to yeah. get married. Yeah, I, 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 I very, I don't think that he would be the a-hole if he said that he 
didn't feel comfortable already getting married yet. As long as he takes care of the kid, I think that's... And her. And her. As long as he takes care of the two of them, I think that puts him in a pretty safe space in the not the a-hole category. I agree. But we have more to the story. Okay. Edit. Okay, I feel like I made her look bad in the original post, so let's run some things down. Number one, the price of the wedding isn't the problem. The cost of the wedding she wants versus the one I want are dang near the same amount. Oh, really? Okay, so it's... Okay, cool. It's just the things we want to use for that amount. So ergo, the bigger one or the smaller one. Number two, I don't think she's maliciously going after me, and I do see her as the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Okay, then that changes some things. Yeah. We were planning on moving in together regardless. However, like I mentioned, prenup is ironclad. I'm not going to go into the details of the prenup for obvious reasons. Why withhold this information from us? Because maybe because maybe he doesn't want her to know. But it's juicy tea. But it's juicy. But I will say it probably favors me. The language she wants in the prenup leaves more interpretation interpretation to the judge. It's nothing necessarily crazy and from my understanding somewhat common in prenups versus the language I want is very precise with things I have specifically outlined regardless of the circumstance. She wouldn't be screwed or anything and probably be doing better financially speaking than she is now. She already does pretty okay for herself. But the prenup is about as strong as it can be while still being reliably enforceable. And another thing that I want to make clear, it's not that I don't want to get married. The idea of marriage and being married to someone you love is cool. I'm not against it like I may have sounded. If anything, I may be the paranoid one. My parents are divorced. Both of my brothers got divorced. My cousins etc. I just know how we feel about each other may not be the case forever, as sad as that may be. In the case that something happens, I don't want to give a large portion of my assets. I would always support the kids and make sure that he slash she has her needs met. It is my child. Number three, this isn't a problem with the relationship. If we don't get married, we'll stay together and raise the kid. It's not totally unexpected. I was pulling out, but crap happens. <laughs> Dang, like that what, kind yeah, of pull yeah, out. The, the pull out method always works. <laughs> Yet yeah, doesn't. We both acknowledge the risk <laughs> of getting pregnant and we're okay with the possibility. I never promised her marriage if that was the case. In fact, in the first year of dating, I told her I didn't plan on getting married at all back when we said we weren't that serious. I say all this to say there isn't something that I've been expecting and she had never made this much of a fuss about getting married before now. Number four, another thing I noticed a lot of comments about is that they're assuming she would be pregnant at the wedding. We would wait until after the birth. Mm. When I said she doesn't want to have a baby out of wedlock, I didn't mean that literally. Like if we got married a couple months or years after, it wouldn't be a big deal to her. My mistake. I guess she just wants to raise a child. In a marriage. In a marriage. That's what it seems okay. like, which is a good clarification. Number five, we are in the process of moving in together and are going to raise the baby together regardless of the outcome of this dispute. Now, I know this is where a bunch of Reddit people call me naive, but this possibility has already been discussed. We do not have any intention of raising the baby in a dual household, and if we did, I would have no problem paying child support. More details about the prenup. Yes, it's ironclad, but it's not unfair. To answer some of the questions... But he did say that it was more in favor of him. He did say it was more in favor Which of him. Which fair means it's in favor of both equally, correct? True. I guess he's saying it's not egregiously unfair. in his favor. Okay. Yeah, like 51% like better, you know, kind of a deal. Yeah. To answer some of the questions people are asking... Yes, it guarantees that she will have a place to live if we were to get a divorce, and she is guaranteed alimony for a certain period as well. 
Additional information. I did one more look through this thread and I saw all of your comments. As much as I would love to respond to each one, sadly don't have the time, but I'll answer them here. I can tell you don't understand finances or how legal documents work. Dang, burn. Whew. Uh, so I'll try to break everything down in a very simplistic way Damn, that you can understand. <laughs> Yikes. The backhand. Number one. Yes, divorce is way costlier than child support. You keep asking for sources, but a lot of the stuff should be common sense, especially for someone with as much life experience as many of you are saying, especially considering you're a divorced single mom yourself. I feel like that was to one specific person. That was person. personal, yeah. That was personal. I would think you would have some personal experience. Anyways, I'll break this down with simple numbers to make it easy for you to comprehend. Let's say that she were getting two grand a month in child support. Average in California is 430 and usually tops out at $800, according to Google. But I wanted to make this example fun and leave you no room for the twist on the situation. So 2000 a month times 12 months equals 24 grand. 24 grand times 18 years of support is $432,000. Now, in a divorce, things like property on the table. So let's say she gets a property, extremely unrealistic. She would definitely get more. But again, just trying to help you understand. So keeping it as simple as possible so you don't get confused. Let's say the value of the house is 500 grand. Again, on the low end, most properties in California go for way more. Let's say you're not going to find a decent house for 500 grand in California. Now, if you still don't understand, I will spell it out. <laughs> OP is just like, if your tiny brain can't comprehend, let me keep going. Just losing one valuable property is more of a financial loss than child support would ever be. And in most cases, you're not just losing one property if you have multiple. That's not even to mention child support is spread over years, whereas you could lose hundreds of thousands of dollars of value in a single day losing a property. Those losses are in no way comparable, and I'm genuinely curious about the mental gymnastics that you could be doing to believe that or if you just don't understand basic finances. Either way, I hope my explanation was a little bit educational to you. Number OP two. OP is an asshole for this part. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And also, I'm think I'm seeing some of the like in in the uh earlier sections where he's talking like a little bit unemotionally about it. Yeah. I can see a little bit like we saw a little bit of the assholeness bubble up, but the situation I feel like didn't really quite make him the asshole. Down to be proven wrong. So put your answers in the comments if you think differently. But this is just like he's being an asshole. Yeah. Like he feels personally attacked. He did not need to go in on what seems to now be a single mom yeah. <laughs> in the comments. Or us. It feels like he's talking to us. Right? We're reading it. I know. Number two. You don't have to get married to have a baby. The fact that you keep implying that it is morally wrong when the majority of babies are born out of wedlock is showing your ignorance about reality. Number three, as you should know, prenups are deemed unfair and are often thrown out. My lawyer literally told me any prenup we drew up without alimony would likely be tossed. How is that for a source? Hope you going at it again. Number four, I think we are compatible as roommates. Dang. <laughs> Because while, yes, she doesn't live with me, she probably stays at my house four to five nights out of the week, if not more some weeks. Half of her clothes are over here. The majority of the food that she makes is over here. The point of us living together is not something foreign to us as you might like to make it seem. And number five, yes, the verdict is totally unanimous. That's why you have 30 plus comments arguing with people in the comments about it being so unanimous based on the fact that you have like 30 separate comments, full long pair paragraphs arguing with everyone on the situation that you have no part in you clearly have some bitterness because the situation resonates with you and for that i'm sorry i do hope you can find a better way to heal and get past your trauma 
Wow. Best of luck. My goodness Obi gracious. Obi went in on this single mom. All right. Obviously, we, we got to keep you wanting more, right? So if you have been enjoying this episode and would like to finish it off, go ahead and head over to OKOP Podcast to hear the rest of this episode and many more. Love you. Bye. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts.